Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jules McGoldrick from Rycroft Yoga and Wellness. Did I say that right? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Tell us all about Rycroft Yoga and Wellness. Um, so I am based um, from my home, um, Rycroft Hall, up here in West Yorkshire, just in between. Rycroft the- Hall, that sounds very yes. It is. It's um. It is. <laughs> it is. It's. It's very old. Um. We bought this house uh, about three and a half, four years ago now. Um. It's an ancient old hall built in the 1600s. So yeah, it's a renovation project to say the least. We're still working on it now. <laughs> and you offer yoga and wellness there. Yes. So um, a couple of years ago, my very, very handy other half um, renovated one of the barns, uh, outbuildings um, where we are. And I started holding my yoga classes there. Um, That was a couple of years ago now. Um, and it's sort of gone from there, really. Um, I teach yoga, so I teach adults yoga, um, yoga flow, type of yoga flow, vinyasa yoga, um, and meditation. Um, I also specialize in women's health as well, so um, fertility yoga, pregnancy, and postnatal yoga as well. Um, and I also um, run women's circles and ceremonies, and that's all grown over the last. Uh, couple of years at the moment we're all online though um, with the national lockdown um, and you know I'm embracing that I'm just going with the flow with that definitely um, I, would, I am missing having people here in person though so it'd be nice to have people back soon and give them all a big hug totally and a bit of a disclaimer for anybody who listens to this podcast avidly and doesn't know me on a personal level I always say I'm not very woo I'm not very woo I'm just practical (laughs) I'm all the practical advice and you came into my life Jules and you've changed me a little bit Um, Ah. we run a a business book club and I think it was um, the the universe has your back the universe has your back yes and um, you got me into those cards that I have and I've also read a book about the moon so you've changed me a little bit and I quite like it I like the change and my husband when those cards came through he was like Charlie come on now (laughs) no honestly it's gonna be good um so tell people about that so um, I've um, I've always been really connected to nature and I've been, since I've been a little kid, I suppose, I've always loved a little bit of magic. Um, maybe as a teenager, embracing tarot cards and uh, modelling myself on the craft and things like that. <laughs> um, but no, um, 
I really believe that um, for us to sort of tune in, connect more with the earth, earth cycles, um, with moon, with the moon as well, is a really powerful thing to do, a really powerful way to work, um, empower ourselves um, and, and just bring a bit of magic really to the mundane, I suppose. Um, I know you, you know, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but with your sort of goal setting, you know, we, we do goal setting, technically it's goal setting um, every month on the on the new moon, it's setting intentions, um, it's bringing in like a little bit of ritual to those intentions, um, a little bit of extra magic to them. Um, and then continuing to work in that way on that, in that sort of cyclical way throughout the year. Um, and... <laughs> you know people like uh, I've heard a few people on our group talk about sort of being a bit woo and things like that but these are ancient practices our ancestors from yeah, from Europe from North America from South America from all different parts of Asia they all used to worship um, the moon the sun the stars um, the sort of the the solstices and the equinoxes the longest days the shortest days these are all recognized um, it's like well a big before in Shakespeare isn't it I remember when I was doing sort of my a-level English literature coursework it's like look out for any astrology <laughs> quotes and link those in so yeah um and and you know it's no coincidence that from sort of the mayans and the aztecs to the northern americans native americans to the ancient celts the druids to the ancient indians and chinese everybody has these sort of same points in the in the di in the diary um in, in their sort of old old calendars um because that's how people used to have to live they had to connect with the earth to survive you had to know when you would be planting crops you had to know when you were doing all these things and we've sort of moved away from that into this linear I'd call it like linear time where everything's got to be exactly the same all of the time and everyone's expected to work in exactly the same way every single day of the month every single day of the year 20 hours a day because we've now got electricity and that's not human nature that's why we have you know it's why we get so stressed out I think or are we um we're working against our own body clock sometimes so I'm all about trying to bring and you know it's not um this sort of work isn't exclusive to women um but I love women I love working with women so that's on the whole um from this sense who I work with um but reconnecting people back tuning back into yourself tuning back into mother earth and and, and the moon as well connecting with those things and seeing if you can sort of work in that way just to give some yeah like a bit of ceremony a bit of specialness a bit of ritual to to all of these things I love it. So I'm going to stop saying that I'm not woo. I'm just not in touch with my moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are though. Anyone that, you know, um, I, I sort of try to do little live videos sometimes on my group about um, just to try to talk to people about these are what these some of these things mean. Um, it can be quite easy for me to sort of say things. So you talk about the word manifestation. What does that mean? Some people might think that you're sat there with a little black pointy hat on casting spells and wishing for things. And that's no, not necessarily. Some people might do that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, I, do. maybe I do. Um, but. A lot of that is about sitting, visualizing what it is that you are wanting to bring into your life. So whether that is, you know, something that you're intending to do, to, it could be to do with your own um, self-care, kindness to yourself, letting go of old stories about yourself. Or it could be, you know, I'm wanting to grow and develop my business. Um, I'm wanting to set a goal to launch something new, or I'm wanting to progress in my work life or my home life or any of these things. Um, but, you know, writing them down, 
um, of, you know, by hand as well, different to a computer. So it really set, helps it sink in. Um, and a lot of my circles will sort of sometimes share um, share intentions as well. So, so before we go on to your circles, um, because like these moon ceremonies that you do, I'm just so intrigued. I need to come to one. I need to come to one because I'm literally so intrigued by it. And like, my dream is that I get to come to your yoga studio one time and like, you know, maybe we'll bring some members along and we'll just all manifest together. It would be like a yes. dream come true for me. I love it. <laughs> Talk me through what are we doing at these moon ceremonies? So I tend to hold two different ceremonies a month. One is a new moon ceremony. So around the, the new moon time um, and when you wouldn't see a moon in the sky. So it's like the beginning of the new cycle. The cycle is dark, the, the, the sky is dark. And then the full moon time where you, you see the full moon. Um, but it, that's sort of a really high energy point. Um, they both tend to follow like a relatively similar-ish but free, free format, depending on what we're talking about and working with. but we always start with um, um, a grounding meditation, really bringing us down, centering ourselves. Um, we do work through, so I work with um, cacao, which is a um, wonderful um, heart opening plant medicine, um, not the full blown uh, types of plant medicines that we've laughed about before, but um, it's uh, like chocolate in its purest, rawest form. Um, pardon? Is it nice? I think so. Yeah, it's maybe maybe for some people. Um, you should ask Maisie Carr about that. Um, so what, what, what could you liken it to? So I think because of what it looks like, a lot of people are expecting hot chocolate, but it right. is cacao is a raw, so there isn't any. There are no. Uh, there's no. I mean, most hot chocolate isn't really chocolate. It's sugar and fat. Right. So, so there's, there's no, no sugar. So, so it's quite it can be quite bitter it can be okay, quite bitter so um but we don't you know we're not, hot do we have it hot or it, cold? you can have it hot you can have it cold um I tend to make it earlier on in the day for ceremony and then have it um there but it's there are so many sort of antioxidant benefits to cacao in terms of your own like nutrition it's behind magnesium and iron and lots of different things but it's a mood booster as well so not like caffeine um caffeine is sort of gives you that little buzz but then the come down cacao is known to be a, a mood booster um but not effect, not as a, not in the same way as caffeine is um but it's yeah it's to sort of we sort of use it in ceremony to really connect with the earth really it is the earth medicine it's the food food of the food of the gods so it's used in lots of different um, places and lots of different ceremonies. So I'll often use a cacao do a cacao ceremony, but at the same time, when people are joining online from home, if they don't have cacao, um, I welcome them to use any other. I mean, we talk about a plant medicine, but anything, herbal tea, water is uh, a plant medicine. Water is, well, you know, it is and that's when they one of the, the best medicines of all. That's when they can substitute in their hot chocolate. Like, oh yeah, Jules, I've got cacao on it. <laughs> like, you look like you're enjoying that a bit too. But... <laughs> it's weird though, like, I, you know, I will hold my hands up when I first started working with it. A teacher, brilliant teacher of mine introduced me to it. Um, and 
I was a bit resistant um, to it at first, but then I did a, a two week diet where you just, you know, you, you sort of, I was fasting overnight till about mid morning. And then the first thing I would have would be my cacao um, in the morning. And I'm literally addicted to it now. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and I like, I can't wait to, I can't wait to have it. Um, my daughter is three and she doesn't really like it though. She always says it's yuck. So she I think she said it's a mixture of lovely and yuck. So she's not quite sure. <laughs> There's time, we can work on her. So um, just bringing it back because most of the people who listen to this podcast are small business owners. Um, and I love this idea of like manifesting within your business and all of the stuff that you do and, and all that stuff that's sort of grounded in you, I think is really, really important as a small business owner um talk to me about that how important do you think and how much success in your own business have you seen through the practices that you do yeah so um well yeah moving away from the, the cacao thing so the next sort of the next part of the ceremony that we do um I think a lot of it we've got to sort of do a lot of self-reflection I, I think um a lot of our self-limiting beliefs um which we all have you know you do the work you release those self-limiting beliefs and then you find other old stories so um I will I'll often sort of guide people as best I can through um journaling prompts about what they I mean most recently last week we were working on what lights you up writing sort of journaling and listing about what what makes you happy what little things every day can you do to make yourself happier? Can you be more lit up, more joyful? Because for you to show up as the best business owner, the best mother, the best wife, the best, you have to be happy and lit up in yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to be the best version of yourself for everybody else. Um, so we work a little bit on that and, and work on releasing old stories as well. So just before we came on this I think I said to you I'm no good at and it's like no yeah. I am if you continually say oh I'm crap at this or I oh I'm no good at designing uh, adverts or I'm no good at this then well, you're never going to be because you're never going to put yourself into it and you're never going to so in terms of sort of um manifesting and things you've got to get rid you've got to clear some of those um, blockages some of those old stories first um and then then I'd say then you can start on on that sort of manifesting side um some people call it intention setting manifesting or um new moon wishing um but really visualizing um what it is that you're working towards your goal um and then you've got to put the work in as well so you know um I think <laughs> it's no use sort of sat there thinking oh I wish I could launch this new business and just sat there sort of um writing it down and wishing it you've got to you've got to put the work in um but I think working with that alongside goals it it just brings that extra bit of ritual that extra bit of magic and belief as well self-belief is so 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 important um definitely it's interesting you mentioned that because I do feel like there's some you know I always say I'm not a coach I'm not a coach I'm a business owner just helping other business owners grow and scale their business but there are some people who you know are recognized as coaches who do sort of put this idea that you can just manifest it you can just wish upon a star. Um, how do you feel about that? I think that to, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't think that that's quite fair to say that if you just sit and think, 
um, I don't know, uh, Yasmin Bolland talks about it in her book, like, you just sit there, like, visualising your brand new shiny red car, the one that's just going to appear on the drive, I, I don't, I don't really see how that would work, but if you, so all of my intention setting that I sort of talk about, it can be that sort of an idea about where you want your family life to be in a year's time, well, then you break that down then you start thinking in a more business sense well what steps do I need to take to get there um when you work with the moon um each so and we don't want to get too complicated on here but every new and full moon um you know about sort of the astrology with those things so it moves through different signs of the zodiac um, during each month so every new moon and every full moon you have different energies to work with so um the last um the new moon we had um on friday just gone was in capricorn and that is all about um it's a very practical earthy sign about set you know it, you're moving past intentions you're talking about nailing down goals you're writing a plan you have other new moons where they're going to be a little bit more uh, might be a bit more airy fairy it might just be a bit more about taking care of yourself and believing in yourself um, from that perspective but there are you know you can sort of almost plan out um, how you're going to harness those powers and really go for it in certain ways in certain different months and different during different parts of the month as well. I love it I'm, I'm exactly the same as you I think all of this stuff that I've learned along the way and um, taken on board I think mixing that in with a real good bit of hard work is a, a winning combination you can't have one without the other um and I, I guess I have always manifested just in my own way yeah yeah I guess I have always manifested just in my own way but sort of when you started talking about it and all your passion and everything really shone through and as a small business owner I always try and be really open so someone might come along and give me such an opposing view to something that I think and I'm like okay that's really interesting let's talk about that because I want to learn from you I want to get into to that I want to understand it um more so that and that's what I have done here and I'm like okay I'm on board bring me the cards bring me the moon let's do it um and I, and I think that that's what you need to to be to to be a, a good entrepreneur definitely definitely and you know you talk about manifesting I mean books like uh, and I know loads of people might have read books like The Secret and The Magic and things like that um, and they're really good and I think they're really good intro letter books to sort of um, that type of um, positive thinking law of attraction stuff but you've got to take you've got to put in the the hard work you've got to put in the work as well um, you've got to you've got to do the planning and take the steps rather than just sit and um and say that it's it's happening yeah definitely definitely but so, it's it just it just adds that extra bit of magic another question that I've got is um so you talked about how like maybe we're not supposed to work the same amount of hours every day and how we're and I totally get that and some days I'll just like get to four o'clock or something and I'm like I'm done and other days I might be able to go through till like eight how do you listen to your body and make sure because you know I'm like big 5am girl and I like doing that um in this third lockdown I've, I've made some adjustments to my life actually just to make it easier um and I feel like I'm really good at listening to my body and you know not being ill and things like that are really important but what do you do to make sure you're getting the best out of yourself so um again this is slightly different for men and women men um 
men are a bit more linear in the throughout the year um but but women are we are cyclical beings we go through a cycle every single month um and um i've of course i've become a bit more frustrated over the last year about what how we're treated for that in in that way so you know our we we our knowledge most women um you know, and even me for, for up until the last few years, you, your your education around your menstrual cycle, for example, is you got um, a talk in school gym when you were about eleven, and everyone was handed out like a little packet of sanitary towels and told to put them in the bottom of their bag and don't tell anybody, sort of thing. And it's all kind of a bit of shame and don't talk about it and uh, hush hush. And and also the education on that is that we that we bleed for a few days every month and you're probably going to feel a bit crap and you might have cramps and you might be in a bad mood and that's it, boom. And then maybe if you start a fertility journey later on into your life, you might find a little, a little bit more about that. But that that's it. But literally every single month from you know you start your sorry period that sort of class is the first day of your cycle but that we sort of think of that as the cycle if you see what I mean yeah. the cycle goes through the whole month and your hormones as a woman from that day so you have like testosterone and um estrogen starting to peak as you move towards sort of an ovulation stage um whether you're trying to conceive a baby or not it doesn't matter this is still happening within your body so your hormones level so after the first few days of somebody's um, period, probably three day three to day five, they'll start to get a boost in energy. And that will be around the time where, you know, if you're training physically in yoga or the gym or whatever you're doing, you might, you will, you will be stronger because you have more testosterone in your body than you do at other points of the month. These will be, that will be around the time where you feel that you can really like go for it. You can pull the late nights. You can absolutely smash everything at work. You've got all the ideas. They're coming, you're coming. Everything's working out for you. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you come to ovulation, which is like the peak of that. Feel you could take on the world, absolutely anything. And then, then um, whether you, you know, if you, if you're trying for a baby, then it's slightly different. <laughs> but what happens to most people is that peak, and then the um, progesterone starts, and the estrogen and the um, testosterone starts to dip down. So throughout your sort of four week cycle, you're literally like ooh, ooh, going up and down, up and down. She's now demonstrating with her hands and up and down. Yeah, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so I, I'm doing like a hilly thing. Um, so yeah, and then you go sort of in this sort of pre-menstrual phase. So like the week after ovulation, before you're due to start um, your period again, everything starts to slow down. Your body has to slow down. You will physically be more hungry. Your body will need more calories because to, to feed its energy. So it's just crazy that we will then guilt ourselves and be like, oh, I just want to eat chocolate and um, <laughs> to make myself feel better. But if you, um, I'm really I'm really keen on sort of spreading the word about this. We are cyclical beings, not linear ones, and we need to embrace that. We can really maximize our effectiveness as business owners if we if we embrace that. There's a couple of my favorite like authors. Um, they one of them talks about the fact that she literally the four days before her period is due, she just like shuts up shop. Like that's mm -hmm. it. 
no not having any one-to-ones not having any meetings not doing anything because if I do then I can't be responsible for the outcome of those conversations <laughs> like because it's better for me just to stay in my own little space away from people for a few days and I'll be so much more effective so making sure that you if you've got you know say you've got a big presentation to do or you're launching a new um challenge or you're doing something like that, picking the right time of the month for you to work in that way knowing that you'll do that it's so powerful so powerful um and uh, i i just i want women to yeah we need to get rid of this sort of like quiet shame it's just this thing that happens for a few days once a month it's it's all month it's all month it's a cycle for a reason but i feel like as well men need that education men need to know as much as women because you know like sometimes if I cry, my husband will be like, "Is it your period?" I'm like, no, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> step up and be sympathetic. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm always trying to tune into my body because I think if you get sick as an entrepreneur, that can have a huge effect. Like if one week out um, of four, yeah. four weeks you're ill. Um, so I'm always trying to listen to my body and and understand. But maybe I need to dig in in deeper and go a bit more in depth in that and, and understand you can, you can really harness extra power and like you say for, for example for you like if you've got like a challenge or a um a new something that you're launching tune in to when the best time to do that is when you know that you're going to be fully yes 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 you're not going to have those days and you're like oh gosh I just need an extra few hours sleep or I need an extra this um in terms of you know it's, it, illness as an entrepreneur as well I mean obviously I, I teach a lot of yoga and, and meditation as well but you really people are not in tune with their bodies um on the whole um I love like helping people with that but we've got to so many of us it's like we just want everything to be hard and we want to push ourselves and everything's so busy and everything's so um you know, my partner's got better at it recently, but he's always been, you know, like literally falling down with cold, nearly flu, like, no, I must continue. I can't, I have to. It's like, you'll take longer to recover. If you just take a couple of days off and stay in bed and rest and drink loads of lemon and ginger and just take care of yourself, then you might recover in a couple of days. But if you carry on this, you'll be ill for weeks. And we kind of um especially with all of everything that's going on at the moment really important to keep those sort of um yeah breath work and um, moving your body and listening to your body if your body needs to rest it needs to rest you need to listen to it so that was sort of going to be my next question if there's somebody watching this right now and they they're not in tune with that they don't do any manifestation where could they start where would be your sort of starting tips that every entrepreneur should do this Okay, so I mean, I do, I think it's really important uh, it, to just tune in for a few minutes every day. I know it's difficult. I know lots of people haven't got much time, their mums, kids at home, but to be able to just spend five minutes sat in the quiet, breathing deeply, tuning into yourself, um, something I try, you know, do, do every day when I get up. You can just do it in bed before you actually get up out of bed if you don't have a special pillow and a candle and all these other things. It doesn't, you know, if you want to do it in ritual, do it in ritual. If you just need to feel your body what's going on with my body today have I got any aches or pains is there anywhere that won't release tension how is my breath is it a bit shallow how do I feel do I feel a bit you know stressed and anxious or am I all right um what could I do to to change to sort of balance myself out um that sort of conscious check-in with yourself and then um you know journaling as well whether it be just to write down a few intentions and 
you know, don't get me wrong, I love a to-do list as much as you, but um, I think writing just, you know, I'll do the shopping and then I'll do this many this and this many that, that is a to-do list. An intention list needs to be a little bit separate to that. So a couple of things that you're going to do, maybe set an alarm on your phone to check in with yourself in the same way at lunchtime or later on in the day or set yourself 10 minutes once the kids have gone to bed to just journal what you did that day and how you felt about it. I think it's really important if we keep that connection with ourselves going, we can we can show up for ourselves in a better way and therefore show up for everyone around us. I absolutely love that. So um, as you know, three questions that I always ask at the end of every podcast. And my first one is, have you read a book that has uh, made you think in a different way or really opened up your thoughts to a, a new thing or even changed your life? Um, one of my favourite books, um, can I say two? <laughs> um, so Rebecca Campbell um, is a fantastic author and um, her book Rise, Sister Rise um, is just absolutely amazing. Um, it's about so many things that we've discussed today. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, I did it in my first book club for, for my group of lovely ladies um, a few months ago. Um, it's uplifting. It's just getting people to step into all of those things that we talked about, taking care of themselves, tuning in with the earth, releasing old stories, releasing old ways of doing things and showing up for the new earth basically things have got to change so um Love yeah it. and they're the cards that I've got aren't they Rebecca yes are they Rebecca Campbell work your light yes it's she loves like a pastel doesn't she Rebecca Campbell oh, yeah. um the other book though is um and would um I, I've only just read it myself it's been recommended to me so many times over the last couple of years um but it's called Code Red by Lisa Lister and it's about periods yeah I'll leave it there <laughs> <laughs> I need to read that. I've seen it as well and I haven't read it. But um, so this is the first podcast I've ever spoken about periods on. So I feel <laughs> like it's going to do well. <laughs> um, yeah. And who inspires you? Oh, you've shared some great people with me who I now follow on the socials. So I'm excited for this one. Who inspires you? I am so lucky to have so many brilliant teachers and coaches and friends. Um, I, I, I was struggling when I knew that you would ask me this. I, who inspires me? I think so many of the women that I'm lucky to call friends and teachers that are just absolutely owning it. It's different people every day from you to my coach, Steph, to my teachers. It's just to see women standing up and doing this um, and empowering other women um it's just amazing to me I'm inspired every single day and I'm so proud that so many of my friends have like taken the jump from the sort of like life where they're not happy in their job to running their own business and doing their own thing and absolutely smashing it so yeah women inspire women. me I love it and finally what would be your advice for a fellow entrepreneur trust your intuition um I've gone through I went through a journey to get to where I am today I this isn't what I've always done and I thought about doing it in lots of different ways but every step of the way I you know if you're questioning a decision if you're wondering what you should do just close your eyes put your hand on your heart and what do you see what do you want what is it that you really want and go with that trust your intuition it will never let you down lovely and just because I feel like we can't leave it there um can you talk to us a bit about that 
like the fact that you've been on a journey because often when people come on my podcast they are quite established already and they know exactly what path they're going on and all of those things and people don't see that time that comes before that their time when they you know named their business something different and then they wish they didn't um or what? you know they did a yoga class to one person or whatever it is I think people would love to to hear that yeah so um I um I before so I worked in corporate banking for 15 years no. so yes yes so I was always <laughs> so this comes before but I tell worked me. in banking so well I worked in retail banking and then ended up in corporate banking I was um I worked in as a prior, I worked in like wealth management, did all sorts of stuff, um, was a people manager, um, worked in, worked, went to be a corporate manager. Um, and yeah. the moon at this point when you were been, you I were was always, I was always the weird one. Um, I have <laughs> to say, I remember one of my good friends, I'm still friends with her now, she came around my house one day, she's like, do people at work know that you do stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> um but when I had my when I was pregnant um I was like nah not doing this um I was very for I always said um if I got offered redundancy I would take it and take the money and do something that I wanted to do but I went through a whole um I nearly um bought a franchise um I went down that route um because I felt like I wanted like support with it I'd been part of a major corporation for so long I felt like I needed to be part of something like signed the contracts, paid the deposit, um, and then one day I just woke up and I was like, "No, this is gonna. I can. I want to do this myself. This is not where I want it to be." I, you know, you, I had to just cut. I cut my ties with it. I lost some money, but just it didn't feel it wasn't going. It wasn't going where I wanted it to go. Um, and I knew that I wanted it to be something a bit different to that, um, which is, you know, was the best decision for me. That's what I mean, trust your intu intuition. I'd paid the money. I was like, oh, but I just knew that in two years, I looked at it for in two years' time, I was like, I won't be happy in this particular situation. The, the, the setup wasn't quite right for me. Um, then, um, you know, I was, look, I was looking at venues of where I could um, hold yoga classes, like church halls and things like that. And we got pushed into completing our barn renovation early for various reasons to do with um, solar panels and government tariffs and things. And I was like, ah, that's what I'll do. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it here. And then I, start, I actually started teaching my living room. And the first class I held was a pregnancy yoga class here. And there was three ladies showed up in my living room um some couple of them still come to classes now um so yeah it's just it has been a complete journey and then you know going from that to where we are now obviously everything's online but um yeah to just sort of grow in a community and I'm always really keen to make sure everybody does connect and it does feel like a bit of a community rather than um like you know doing that online classes everyone sort of says hi at the beginning and stuff so it's nice Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a journey, yeah. You're an in incredibly inspirational lady yourself and I've absolutely loved having this chat and just getting to know you a bit more. But tell my listeners where can they find you? Where can they come to one of your fabulous moon ceremonies? I'm just like I'm going to go now and book one. That's and book one. That's yeah, you need to. Next Friday is the next one. So ne next Friday is a full moon um ceremony, but it's also um celebrating the um 
in bulk, which is the festival of the the goddess. Um, so it's sort of the beginning, end of winter, welcoming the spring, new beginnings, lots of really good energies to work with in terms of manifesting and uh, and getting on with 2021. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram um, and Facebook um, at Rycroft Yoga and Wellness. Thank you so much, Jules. You are fantastic and I absolutely love what you're doing. No, you, so. you're amazing. You have, thank you for having me. And I you know I always say this, you're an amazing human. You, you inspire everybody so much. You're just so full of positive energy. You can almost feel it through the camera. So thank you. Even though we've never met in person. <laughs> Yet. But I'm coming. Yes. I'm coming to Rycroft and I'm going to do moon ceremony with you there. <laughs> I can't wait. Thanks so much, Jules. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Enjoyed this episode? Then please like and subscribe and leave me a review. And come along and join the Entrepreneurs Growth Club over on Facebook. I would love to have you as part of my community. Until next time, goodbye.